as good as I once was That's just the cold hard truth <laughs> I still throw a few back Talk a little smack When I'm feeling bulletproof So don't double dog dare me now Cause I'd have to call your bluff Hey everybody, welcome to Old Guys Rule Radio, Season 2, Episode 33. It's your guy, Big Chuck, down here in soon to be the coldest southern state. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we've got a deep freeze a coming, and uh, as usual, I'm right around the corner from my uh, all of our good friend and our our our, our buddy, our champion, uh, Big Danny Lakey. How are you, Danny? What's going on, man? I'm all right, all right, all right. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> well, you don't you don't, sounded- you don't like McC- McConaughey. Did you just do the Matthew McConaughey uh, thing? I did. I did. Oh, uh, you know, uh, do do you have a reason for it? I'm kind of like uh, I'm kind of liking him today. So he he's not my favorite actor. He's not my favorite guy. I don't dislike right. the guy, um, and I don't think right. he's a terrible actor. Really, you know, he's not he's not my favorite list. But he wrote a book, and I heard him on the radio a few weeks ago pumping the book, and that's great. And and he sounded pretty level headed, and I thought that was pretty cool. But today I heard that he he ran a thing that's buy my book and read from it on you know Instagram or whatever it is you know Facebook but he read from it doing your imitation of me and so people were doing it and I'm like that's the most fantastic way to get people to buy your freaking book I'm like that dude's a genius uh. so it, it has nothing to do with anything other than I think that is like fantastic creative marketing and he is at least cool enough that when these guys are doing these, uh, you know, the imitations of him, he comes out and he's like, all right, those are great. Let's see some more. And he just encourages people to make fun of him. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know, and that's a great way to sell a book in COVID land. The first thing, being a former uh, performer and uh, stage and music guy, uh, my my minor was in a theater. Matthew McConaughey, the first problem I have with him. Today, by the way, <laughs> more than one. Thank you for tuning in. Well, hold on. Thank you for tuning in to Old Guys Rule Radio. We appreciate every each and every one of you. It's going to kind of be a new theme of the show because I'm sick of being nice and I'm sick of all the BS. Every time we come on the show, we all try to be nice and HR friendly. I'm just sick of it. I'm fed of it. I got a list of pet peeves today, longer than an elephant's trunk, and I'm not going to stop. So you, you just grab on the tail of that elephant, Danny. And then he started one. I didn't. Even know about this isn't even on my list so <laughs> all right good <laughs> two of the most famous actors in the entire planet tom cruise yeah and matthew mcconaughey right yeah it always bothers me when an actor is the same character in every role they play Right. So, like their voice and their projection and their emotion and their everything they do is exactly the same. Right. Oh my stars! So that's the first problem I have. Well, with Tom Cruise is a total him, douche today. Oh, well, Tom oh, Cruise Tom, is. He is. He always has been. He's like what? With five, his eight? weird religion and yeah, yeah, 
Dude needs to have his butt never, I've never liked him, but McConaughey is him and McConaughey have that thing where, you know, I'm just going to kind of figure out how I'll save the interstellar planet and the universe. Oh, oh, it'd be better if you did, right? I'll do impressions of you. I I congratulate you on – this is the one thing I congratulate Matthew McConaughey on. He's like Ed McMahon, dude. Thimble fill of talent, millions of dollars, right? Good for him. So anybody who can maximize the little bit of crap they've got and blow it up for hundreds of millions – Many, many props. Now, now but I, I do have to say his, ex- his, his Lincoln okay. commercial where he's sitting in the car while it's out fishing for him and it just pops up yeah. a flag, that's my kind of fishing too. I mean, I'm like, okay. I can dig that. Well, the coolness <laughs> of the commercial, that's nothing to do with his talent. Um, but I will tell you what the other second pet peeve I had is that he was the my, – my ex-wife, uh, wherever you are, uh, she thought he was the hottest thing since bacon. And was totally drooling over him over. So I had to see everything. He was a Lincoln lawyer and all this crap. <laughs> and so there was this particular St. Patty's Day where he was the host of St. Patty's Day in downtown Fort Worth one year. And I was, she didn't know. And, and I don't like going to those big parades because you're going to get drunk and you're going to get in fights, right? right? But I'm like, I'm going downtown <laughs> to St. Patty's Day this year. She's like, okay, I guess, babe, don't spend too much money. And then she hears about it. She's completely, you're going down there to fight McConaughey. That's not going to be a fight. <laughs> it's going to be me knock him out and I go drink some more or you bail me out. That's the whole story. And she's like, you're so crazy. So to start things off, God bless you for all the things you've done. And you know what? I do hear about Mr. McConaughey with all due respect. Uh, I'd love to have you on the show. I hear you're not just a philanthropist, but you do give back to your the communities and things. So I just, I don't, I don't appreciate your style of acting. That doesn't mean I know that you're a bad guy. So I'll, I'll reel it in a little <laughs> bit for that fella. Tom Cruise, you can eat it. All right. Oh, man. So, uh, we're going to go back in. Once again, thanks for tuning in to Old Guys Rule Radio, Season 2, Episode 33. We love you. We miss you. Uh, we've both been going through a lot of stuff with this wonderful uh, new version of the pandemia. So I'm going to start today off with a, a list. I want, I'm going to go off on some pet peeves I've got. And uh, my pet peeves, a lot of them will be probably general, and a lot of people can enjoy them. But if you don't like it, you know what? You can kiss it, too, because I'm fed <laughs> up with with a lot of people, see, one of my pet peeves, Danielle, I'll, I'll just kick it right off. Um, one of my pet peeves is rude-ass people. I hate rude people. Of, of many types. Yes. One particular type that I dealt with. Uh, and so it used, to, it used to be one of those things where, and I'm not trying to be rude, and I'm not trying to be selective, but when I was a younger fella, if you were a big old fat person, heavy set fat person, you were kind of always the the memo was probably pretty nice in general in public, <laughs> kind of you know smiley, right? Remember though, remember I, the heavy set folks, kids, yeah. people, they were always just kind of easy going and good, easy going, and that's not the case anymore. For some reason in society. It's been selected to be okay that if you're a fat ass, that you can be it, and that's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay to be that way anyway, but have you noticed that many of these larger folks, respectfully, I was a, I was a very heavyweight person. I've, I'd lost a lot of weight from when I was young. Um, I was over 300 pounds in my in – my, in my, I, I, so I'm not giving any shade to these people. I'm giving shade not to their anymore. attitude because – 
Well, yeah, I, I, I used to get – I'm not too small. Just stand back over there, dude. I'll, I'll give you some shit. But have you come across this? Have you met, like, these people and they're big? So they got this attitude like, what are you – oh, what's that song? That song. Oh, ain't no – not ain't no hollaback, but the one where she's telling the skinny girls don't know anything oh, about – Oh, uh, oh, yeah. the, the – And all the, she's yeah. doing she, – she, yeah, all she's doing in that song is telling the skinny girls they're bitches because they're skinny. Hey, you know she what? even no, says it. That is, that that is not right. That's not right. You can't be just because you're big doesn't mean you can be an asshole to the world because you're big. No. If you've got problems with eating or you're heavy set or you have glandular issues, go go back down the street or go take that. What's it here? I'm gonna do a free sales pitch for um, one of those weight loss programs. Not Weight Watchers. I think they're full of crap. But um, that uh oh. Anyway, that's my first one. Oh, oh, I, I, I got I to tell you one about that. So when I was at the right. the B store, right? At the, when I was at yeah. the Best Buy, um, we had a dude come in and projectile poo on the wall. On the freaking oh, wall. And, and this dude was large. And he came in the store on a regular, on a regular <laughs> basis. And he literally crapped on the wall. And we had to clean it. And then the next time he comes in, he literally craps on the sales floor, right? And uh, yeah, so the next time he that, came that's in, police. well, I, he was gone. But I mean, we knew it was him. He was standing there, and then he leaves, and we realized what he did after he was gone. Both times we had to clean it. That's hazmat stuff. I mean, that's just disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, so the next time he's in the store, I looked at uh, my my loss prevention guy. You see that guy? I said, "You get that fat ass out of my store." And he goes, "What?" I go, "That fat ass needs to go." And he's like, "You're kidding me." And I said, "No, you get him out now, or I'm going to whip him out." And so then I had to tell him why later, why I was so upset with the guy. And why I would call him that on a floor. I said, look, I don't have a problem with fat people, but because you, you've seen you, his fat yes, ass. Yeah, you crap on my <laughs> sales floor. Literally, he yeah. pulled his shorts out, dropped trowel in the middle of the sales floor and leaves. You don't get to come no. back. You know, we can't uh -oh. prove it at that point because it's two weeks late. You don't get to come back in my store. You got to go because every time you come in and why he would do something like that. Yeah. So, so anyway, I got to connect. He deserved a bad name, you know? Another per, another pet peeve I have is if unfortunately, first of all, most people don't like to poop in public. Right. If, if there's any other option, you know, you'll try to make it home. But you know, I'm out on the road nine or ten hours a day. Right. Uh, sometimes, and, and so if I can't make it back to my office, I try to choose the most. Nowadays, I'll luckily, blow mud anywhere. I don't care. Well, well, but they're they're making a lot of nicer gas stations nowadays yeah. with the taco thing in them, and it's like a thing, and there are billions of dollars going into them, right? So you can usually find a place, but back years ago you couldn't. But one of my pet peeves is the 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 bathroom stall door handle grabbers. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So if yeah. the stall's closed, it's not like it's out of order. If you walk up there once and you yank on there and it doesn't open. Don't walk back up there five seconds later and think magically that because I yank on it again, it's going to come open. I'm in there doing what you need to do. Either go to the women's restroom or just hold, just stand over there and watch the door and make go, the guys pee and feel comfortable. Go on the cell floor, pull your door. shorts over to the side, and just go. Do what you got to do. If it's that bad, I remember one time. So that's another pet peeve is the bathroom door handle guys. Yeah. Um, so 
I've been on both sides of that. We all have. But I'm at least respectful. If I yank on the door and it doesn't open, I'll back off or I'll stand over there and make the guys pee and feel uncomfortable because I watch the door. Because you ain't cutting in front of me. But i got to let one go. You try to cut in front of me, and I'll come in there and I'll give you an upper decker. You know what an upper yeah. decker is? <laughs> <laughs> you don't? No, 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 no. You just lift up the lid on the tank and you poop right up in the tank and then put the lid back on. And you give them an upper decker. Something for them to find later. Dollar Generals really love those because it'll stink the bathroom up for a month and they can't figure it out. So if you really want to piss somebody off and you get bad service, if it's not the kickstall, give them an upper decker. Merry Christmas, upper decker. <laughs> That'll fix up their way. So second thing is I really... <laughs> upper decker man nothing like an upper decker alright so if you never learn nothing off this show you can learn what an upper decker is how to fix up bad service at a restaurant leave your you float, give them a floater in the upper in the tank hey baby so, what did you learn on all what, guys roll radio I learned an upper decker dude upper decker it's fantastic you ever do an upper decker what's that so on here on another one and I just thought about this one the other hour a couple hours ago I had to add to my list so another one I've got today is I hate talking pet movies <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i just or talking you know, babies I, i'm talking babies it just it's kind of weird it's a little creepy and nowadays it's so good that you're like oh wait weird well we, ah, wait wait the line just said what the line doesn't say nothing make it a cartoon i'll watch a cartoon i don't want to watch an actual gorilla at hooters with doug from freaking king of queens <laughs> oh it's my buddy in a costume no it's an ape he smells like he just killed that lady and pooped on her that <laughs> a whole movie with animals talking thing but i've got a side note on that one so that's my other pet peeve for today right. um, that uh i heard something today i read i'm sorry i read something today that they have found that kangaroos are actually as smart or smarter than any other domesticated animals that there are okay uh they they have this is just a general story that i thought was pretty cool um how they can tell an animal is sentient is by uh, giving him a task to do needing help. So they have animals in the zoo in Australia, uh, and kangaroos, and uh, they put their food in containers. And they are in containers that, you know, like a totes. Right. You have to know how to open a tote. So the they had the humans stand there and the kangaroos will try, and they'll walk over and be like, scratch, 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 or look you right in the eyes, like literally making a gesture like, help. Yeah. And so now they're having a problem with the whole – because there's millions of kangaroos over there. They're having a problem with making cheeseburgers out of them now because they're like <laughs> sentient animals, and they, could, they can communicate. So it's kind of hard for them to dip them in ranch. And, oh, that's going to be later, our, dips, our, our, our top three dipping sauces. But they're having a problem cooking them up because they're like real things. They're not, you know, a cow. You know, um, and so anyway, that's that's another pet peeve. Uh, you want to throw in a, a one or two? I've got more pet peeves. You well, got it, one or two? It's funny because you said you said pet peeves, and man, I wasn't even thinking the way you were thinking. I'm like, yeah, open doors and drawers that pisses me off. Like in yeah. the in the kitchen cabinet, I have a I, I have all the the personnel files in my office, and I have a girl that goes through them and makes sure that we've got. Uh, DOT and insurance and all kinds of stuff. So she's constantly coming in, getting in, getting into the files, and she always leaves the file open, and I close it. 
She opens it, and I close it. I hate having open doors, open drawers. drives me crazy. So mine are little whippy ones. I hate it when uh, people talk to me with their back to me, and it has no other reason than I'm deaf in one ear. And so when people have their back to me and they're talking like if they're walking away or something, I don't hear anything that they're saying. And then they turn around like I'm the idiot for not listening to what they're talking so, to. I'm like, I can't see what you're hey, saying. everybody. The next time you got to tell Danny to eat it, just turn around and start walking on. Like, why don't you eat it, you big? And he won't even hear you. Boy, I'm going to be editing a lot today, aren't I? If he punches you in the ear with a big left hook, then you know he hurts you. If he doesn't do anything, didn't hear you. And, and uh, and I my, got another one. Well, in. my third one, my third one is, is whenever yeah. I go to a sandwich shop and they think that my yeah. condiment is a topping. Like when you go to like Subway and the ranch dressing has the three spigot hole and it's just like. And it's like, dude, it's a condiment. It's not a topping. I didn't ask for you to butter the toast. I didn't ask for you to melt cheese across it. This is not part of the sandwich. It's a condiment. It's just a little squeeze, add a little bit of flavor. I don't want that triple-decker thing. I don't want the upper-decker. I don't want the (laughs) (laughs) triple-decker. When, when, And another one, when did a slice of cheese start costing a dollar? So... (laughs) Every time I order anything at any fast food, I was at, I was at Whataburger today. I like Whataburger; it's not bad. It might not be my top choice, but it's always kind of the same. You can count on it to be Whataburger. So she's ringing it up, and I'm like, "I want this, I want this." Yeah, make it cheese. And I saw it was 83 cents for a piece of cheese on my cheeseburger. And maybe I'm getting old, but I'm like, "Wait, was that bacon, cheese, jalapenos, and green chilies?" Because, no, just the cheese. I haven't had the other stuff yet. And I'm like, I had the other stuff. And every one of them, point, point, point. So my 489 combo is now $12 at checkout. And I'm like, dude, green chilies, 75 cents? That's that new That's that new company that owns Whataburger. They didn't change any of the recipes. Yeah. They just nickel and dime no. your ass. They nickel and dime your ass. They really do. Because before oh, at Whataburger, man. you ordered it, it was the price and everything was free. So yeah. that, that was a, that's a new pet peeve that just happened today. Um, another one that I've got today. So uh, I really don't like when different types of people i started with people that are large and no disrespect to you you're still large for god's sake <laughs> but it happens it also happens with the elderly and you know it's harder to deal with like if some big chubbo is in my face screaming at me i could probably deal with them a little easier than like grandma who's like get the hell off my property because you can't be like your old hag it, yeah. it's harder battle you know, if you yeah if you punch a big person in their chin you, once you get to their chin you'll probably be elbow deep but if you punch <laughs> but if you punch grandma she might just turn into dust and and then what do you vacuum her up and get away with the crime for god's sakes so look here old folks I'm like the most polite person in the planet. Danny's been around me a hundred times. I open doors. I stand back. I, I, I do all the right thing. But I'm at Home Depot picking up some things today for work and personal. And there was more than one occasion where I'm standing there looking. And an, an old person walks up next to me. I'm like, at first I thought they were going to ask me for help. Yeah. And they're just looking for me to move. And I'm like, I'm already here. And, he, and this old man goes, what? And I go, I'm already here. Go around. Well, I need to be right there. Great. Wait. When I'm done, you can go right there. I have not found said screws and nuts and bolts I need. So when I'm done with this section, you may 
You're more than welcome to come on in. And six feet oh, away, by the way, Jack Wagon. <laughs> no, no, he was right on my shoulder. That's what I'm saying. Back his, up six feet. I can smell his, what is it, Benadryl? Or, no, not that's Ben Gay. It's Ben Gay his diapers. I can smell his Ben Gay and his denture cream. And I was like, good Lord, step up off me, old fart. <laughs> and so finally, because he just sat there with his laser beams on my neck, I thought he was going to jinx me with some types of gypsy evil. So I just walked away, and I didn't. I left the whole store. I had to go to another one and get what I needed because I was so jinxed out by that old creepster. <laughs> I, I, gotta... I, mean, I thought maybe, like, what if he had a, what if he died right there? I lived the rest of my life for some old man died because I wouldn't let him open door numbers three screw. And it was a terrible experience. People at Home Depot, you know, I've done something at Home Depot and Lowe's because the outfit I wear, I have a name tag on. They think I work there a lot. Oh, wow. And, and, and so I experienced it today. And I, for the first time since I've ever been to a Home Depot, I had to make a complaint. Because I usually when I'm in a Lowe's, people come up and they go, hey, where's so-and-so? And most times, if they're nice about it, I'll go, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I don't work here. But if you're a jerk about it, you know what I do? Yeah. Oh, aisle 22. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right <laughs> next to the this and that. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. No problem. Let's send them on their way. <laughs> That's fantastic. Because it happens all the time. That's Blue awesome. shirt. Name tag, khakis. So that's why I have to go to Home Depot now. But I, I go to Home Depot today. I was like, hey, man, where's, I need things to affix this shelving thing I put up against my wall so it doesn't get torn down. Oh, you can only order those online. No, actually, sir, I was at the other Home Depot, and they showed you had five in stock. And I'm in the aisle where they're supposed to be. He's like, oh, no, we don't have any of those things. And I'm like, uh, and that was his whole response. Uh, not, do you have a skew? Not get my phone out and look. That was, and so I go over looking where I thought they'd be. So instead of helping me, he starts throwing boxes down around my feet because he's got to stock the section I'm in, looking for the things he didn't know where they were. So I looked over, and he wasn't very nice when he told me no. And so I decided that those boxes could move about three uh, little sections over <laughs> <Boop. laughs> here they go i go i'm not done here and so all day i was like i think with the world i'm not done here world stop effing with me and so i go up to the manager and i go oh, well first i go to customer service and i show him and she's i show her the skew she goes well it shows we've got some i go i know it does that's why i'm here homeboy said you didn't she goes well you want me to come find him with you i said as long as you verify they're here so i walked back over he's not there at the time and i find him so I walk back over to the front, and I'm about to check out, and the manager's like, hey, man, did you find everything all right? And I was like, I did. I found a jerk in your supply area, and I'd like to kick him in the face. And I went, and I'm like, beep. And he's like, what did you say? I go, <laughs> uh, anyway, so enough about that. That My pet peeve, another pet peeve, well, is retail workers who really suck. There you go. All right. So I got a question for you. When yeah. – you're walking to you're walking to a store, and always there's the one lane that's the through lane right in front of whatever store we're going into, right? Yeah. And a car's coming up, and he stops, and he lets you go by. What do you do? Yeah. How do you how do you cross? Well, it just there's a lot of factors involved. Right. How many people I can hit? What they're no 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 no. The car stops for you, so you can walk across the street. What do you do? Oh oh yeah, I walk across. Do you do you? Mosey? I'm peppy. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm okay. peppy. Yeah. So I'm when, peppy. I mean, so, I'm, I'm not a runner, but I'm peppy. Right. You stop for me, 
and I'll put a little bounce in my step. I'll wave at you. I'll let you know I'm trying to get across. I got bad knees, so sometimes I don't get across as fast as I'd like to, but I'll let you know I'm trying to get across, doing the best I can. At the very least, Danny, you do this. You give them the old... Hey. Yeah, exactly. I give them a wave. I He'll thank wave. them, and right. I focus, and I make my straight way across. So when when did we decide that it's number one okay not to look for cars, just to make them stop and walk in front of them? You do it on a mosey, and you do it at an angle so that you take as much time getting across the damn lane. That's a pet peeve of mine because I just I'm telling you, man. One of these days when I'm about 85 and feel like I'm ready to die, I'm gonna run one of those little SOBs over. I'm telling you right now, I will lose my cool. When I get older, I'm gonna do some crazy stuff. On you know, you got people got their bucket list, and their bucket list is I want to go to see Alaska and Hawaii and travel to Europe. Mine are. I want to ram into somebody who cuts me off. I want to drive over a car that parks like crap, and I want to hit an idiot that doesn't look both ways before he crosses the road. Those are on my bucket list. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I've got i got to add one to my bucket list like that. Is there's there's about twenty cars I see a day that I just want to punch the guy that's got them, and then just go drive them to hell like i saw a guy in a lamborghini get out and strutting his little fancy pants and i literally wanted to yank those keys out of his hand and jump curbs and four-wheel drive and drive through a creek and just total that son of a bitch just drive it until i mean the wheels literally the wheels are falling off and then do the mic drop with the keys like i'm out and then you know probably go to jail for a while whatever but like I, yourself, there's things. My bucket better list one. has lots of different things on there. I got a better one. You carry about 500 bucks in your pocket. <laughs> when uh, when you see that guy, you pull your gun out, you blow out a tire, <laughs> and hand him the money and go, we're even. And walk there you go, bung. <laughs> bung, 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 bung. I paid for yeah. it. <laughs> I, uh, this, is, this is a little while back, and I won't tell anybody exactly where, but with parking spots all around, I parked somewhere and I had to run in to get something for my wife and myself. And I run in and I get out empty spots all around and someone had parked so close up against me. I'm not too gigantic myself. I couldn't get in the car. Right. And so I'm thinking about leaving them a note or doing whatever. And I was really in not a very, very good mood. And this is quite a while back. I'm, you know, this is 20, maybe almost 20 years ago. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, you know what? I know what to do. So I just leaned over and went, <laughs> got my car headlong down the street. And uh, I thought that was enough of a note. Uh, you know, the I, only sad I, part was they might not have known if they ran something over or not in their yeah. big four-wheel drive. Uh, they might just thought they could have run something over, but uh, I know that was very, very I, aggravating for them. I used to carry when is I was that too much. No, is, no. That, is that the bill not fitting the crime? Uh, Should I like dump a coffee on his hood or something small instead of busting a tire? When well, busting a tire is expensive. So when I worked for NTB, I used to carry around a valve core remover. I mean, it was just oh, nice. SOP. You know, you just had one with you at all times. And so, yeah, on occasion, huh. somebody would piss me off, and I'd just pull their valve core. And then, you know, when the tire was flat, you put the valve core back in. You did nothing but move air. You didn't damage anything. You just moved some air. 
Now you convenience out of them. They're gonna have to I go to a shop. I think I'm just gonna buy one of those. You can buy those. At, I think I'm gonna at, buy one of those because they carry the then I can pop it off of there, <laughs> let the tire get flat, yep. cram it back on there, yep. and just go on about my life, yep. and really just give them an inconvenience, yep. right? This is exactly it. Oh, you, that, you you that's stole. Fair. Okay. You you took Dumb nothing. Deal. You didn't do anything. Uh, you damaged so, zero. So for everybody out there. there, we just told you how to get get back at all the bad guys out there. Now the downside is, of course, if if Frankie Gangster comes out and you're going up to his Crown Vic 40-inch rims <laughs> and you're yeah. going to pull something off there. Downside is you might get a cat busted in you. Yeah, but so the, we won't... The, uh, nobody will know until they uh, start hearing the tie go... Psh- and that, that's the oh, thing. No, no, no. And, and that's if why you want the core remover. Oh, Danny, if you're out there messing with the gangster's rims and he walks up on you, yeah. you're getting shot at. Well, that's true. You may not get shot yeah. and killed. Right. So there's a whole demographic that we got to warn our listeners <laughs> to. You go to mess with someone's car, you know, you got to be ready to either defend yourself or scoot quickly. But that little tire stem thing, just like, whoop. And head out on your way. That's hey, funny. hey! If they're not if they're stuff. not smart enough not to let the air out of the neighborhood drug dealer's car, that's not my fault. <laughs> no, that's just not well, my fault. All I know is that if I ever walk up on anybody in any of my vehicles and they're breaking into them, they 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 got the wrong guy because I can still thump pretty hard and I can still do some pretty quick damage. Uh, so if if I come up and you're in my car, there's no, hey man, what are you doing? No, 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 no. It's, it's, oh, ah, 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 I've got some die all busted up by my car. I think he fell and hit his face. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if, if you ever wind up and you find that a bunch of your stuff is just all wrong, but nothing is damaged, yeah, it was probably me. I mean, I, I have, I have moved. I, I, this guy pissed me off one time and I climbed up to the third he was on he lived on the third floor i climbed up to his third floor balcony because he was leaving and so i climbed up to his third floor balcony and took his weight bench and stuck it on the roof of the apartment complex and then i took everything else that was on it and i put it on the first floor in the in the same place i just took it down two floors and just dropped it It took me about 30 minutes climbing up and down that was back when i was young and i could do that left and right and thank god i I was pretty i was pretty drunk at the time and thank god that that wooden railing was strong enough to hold my ass but (laughs) but it was and i didn't fall well built building sir and a couple hours later we were there when he came back with his girlfriend in tow <laughs> and starts cussing because he sees his workbench on the top of the apartment complex. And I'm that's just sitting there going, yeah, that's what you get for being an ass a couple hours ago. <laughs> All right. So we uh, one last pet peeve person. Uh, are we coming up to the favorite part of the show yet? Oh, holy cow. We're there. Yeah, we're there. Yeah, so uh, one, last, one last quick quick one. I, I don't like snooty people. Um, I respect some of my family and uh, a lot of the people I've met who have done well for themselves. I think it's really – I think it's freaking fantastic when someone who's loaded up like a bear and got more money than the Pope, but they, they treat you like a normal person. I, I couldn't respect – somebody much more that's someone who does things for their, their fellow man and uh because i hate i don't care if you have nothing and i don't care if you have a lot but if you've got that little arrogant chicken head attitude man i i used to love punching people like that <laughs> right as they'd be like no you listen here because i'm going to tell you how oops 
You're going to tell me your teeth are laying on the floor? <laughs> Time to go. You know, so uh, uh, my last one is I just send I send a negative prop out to that. And then I do want to send some love because it's Christmas. It's Christmas. That Christmas season is upon us. And so everybody be nice, for gosh sakes. Hey, Because you know what? Because what? Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, St. Nick. I mean, you can say you've been naughty or nice, whatever. You can believe in or not. But there's a, such a thing as energy in the universe. And so if you've been a real butthead all year to everybody <laughs> in a lot of instances, you know, you you may be wanting a new PlayStation 16, but what you're going to get is a lump. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say we we raised uh, we we collected over 2,300 bikes in our bike for Mission Arlington drive this weekend. So for all those who participated last Saturday in bikes for Mission Arlington, thank you so much. Um, we wish it was more. You know, last year we did 3,000, uh, but for COVID year we had a couple of fundraisers that we we usually do. Um, that we weren't able to do this year that, that usually draws in some immediate cash that probably would have made the difference. As a matter of fact, if we'd have had it, it would have right. made the difference. Um, so we felt like we did really well, and people were very generous, and we had a lot of folks who came out. And uh, just as usual, fantastic time. But 2,300 kids are going to get a bicycle for Christmas. 2,300 kids are otherwise. getting bikes for Christmas. Yep. Bravo, bravo. So all of you send emails, text, get involved. Uh, uh, my friend Chad Brown up north at Aero Exterminators started a drive, and they got about a thousand coats. Now we're all going to send off to homeless veterans in Atlanta, Georgia. So uh, another honorable cause, um, different but still uh, mentionable. Um, so, uh, Danny, thank you for all you do with that. I, I went uh, there. I've been out there. Uh, it's just, it's just awesome. You never next, see. You next never year. see. Next year, Bikes for Houston. I'm telling you, we're going to do it. Yes, Bikes for Houston. Um, Danny's going to send me the info. I'm going to go do my do work my magic. We'll get it all done. We'll get it done. So, you know, I got uh, you a pizza place anyway, that you can start off at, right? I don't know if you saw that or what's not. What's that? I got a pizza what's that? pizza place. Hear. There's a pe- there's a new pizza place. And Randall, you're going to kill me for uh, forgetting the name, but he just a buddy of mine just opened up a new pizza place down in Houston. It's in the Humble area. It's up by you. So next time we go, we're going to go down there. You'll meet Randall. But Randall wants to be a part of the bikes thing. So. Okay. Um, I told him, Sounds I said, good. hey, we start and, uh, off, we start off with him, a pizza place here, we'll do, start there. Get, get, a hold, get a hold of Randall, and we'll do a, we'll do a FaceTime line, uh, and we can include him and let him. Uh, I, I, another thing I want to announce about the show about right here at Beer 30, I'll, we will be happy to sling your merchandise. <laughs> I yeah. have no problem with you going, hey, you guys want some free pizza? Well, tell them about my pizza place. Hey, okay. Uh, you guys want some free beer? Tell them about my brewery. So uh-huh. it doesn't, and that's just a general couple things. There's all sorts of <laughs> products. And there's there's people all around the world that listen to the show. So if it's not like, hey, you want to tell them about my nuclear warhead I'm making? Okay, uh-huh. I can't really go that route. But anything else other than that, <laughs> anywhere from like from new, just under nuclear warhead to pizza place, that's a lot long list you parts so start texting us start emailing us start sending us stuff because we're moving on we're moving forward so anyway thank you for tuning in to, uh, tune to old guys rule radio uh, danny they can find us anywhere nowadays right uh yeah you can find us at oldguysruleradio.com old guys rule pantigo on facebook uh you can find us at anybody who has a <laughs> who who hosts a podcast any place that allows you to get a podcast you can find us there iheartradio 
Um, I mean, any of them. They're they're all there. Good well, grief, I can't la- list them all. We've got some new podcast friends, some other po- people at podcasts I've met, and uh, they're listening in every once in a while. So we've got a few new listeners. But the only rule is we just ask that you like us and share us. Uh, all of our regular listeners, thank you. God bless you. Um, but now it's time for our favorite part of the show. It's however they do those horns, those horns at the soccer games. Uh, if i eat a few more of those tamales i've been eating i can definitely play some horns for you so uh, you, you may enjoy those later b double e double r u n baron b double e double r u n baron all we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver b double e double r u n baron um so today i'm gonna from from our favorite little brewery down here from carbach brewery uh say carbach carbach um this is a selection i'm going to review it's their uh, the luckiest beer in Texas, the German style Pilsner from Carbach. It's in kind of a white can, uh, 4.5% alcohol. I like a Pilsner. I know a lot of people don't like a Pilsner, but I've always liked a Pilsner. And I saw this one today. Um, they say that it's perfect for a barbecue. Uh, it's a solid entry into any time you want to just have a, a cold one or two to cool off. Uh, so, uh, like I said, kind of a... I don't know. I'm not good with colors like a white can with blue and a horseshoe right on the front. But we like Carbox. So here's uh, Carbox new Pilsner. Cheers. All right. I like the Pilsner, too. And if you're a Miller Lite fan, if you didn't know it, that is a Pilsner. Um, most people don't know that. So, Well, the funny thing about that, excuse me. There you go. Um, you could drink two Miller, two. Uh, uh, the cheap Millers. Miller Lite has pretty good uh, alcohol content. Not a bad beer. Man, that's good. That that is uh, good. That that is a good. Beer. <laughs> we uh, love free, your stuff. Free, I, I can't. I mean, I'm just. Uh, well, when I burped, I got a giant inflush of tamales and green chilies. I just ate earlier, so uh, <laughs> um, I'm dealing with that on top of this. So uh, aside from that, I'm going to give that a 3.89. Wow. All right, that's a that's a pretty good. It's one. a delicious beer from Carbach. I like most of their beers, but it's a really man. If you you get it as cold as I have right now, my fridge is like thirty seven, yeah. thirty six. I think you get that thing out of there like that, boy. You're not you're not in for anything. Uh, no aftertaste. Very refreshing. Uh, very light aroma. But that's the thing about pilsners. They don't give you a lot of ale on the backside. You just got to be able to be able to drink them and like the flavor. And that's that's got a really nice rich flavor. Good beer. Good beer. Go ahead, Danny. All right, so the one I'm going to rate is uh, it's a new Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA, but i got to give a shout-out to what I'm drinking, my six-pack. It's called the Bomber Six-Pack, right? And it's from – the nice. Bomber is real out, and they've changed it. It they, they changed the middle one. They put in a milk stout, which I found out if you mix a milk stout with a, uh, uh, with a revolver, blood and honey, it yeah. tastes great. So anything mixed with a blood and honey tastes great. <laughs> so that's how I drank the milk stout. Right. But the reason it's called the Balmer is because it has a real heavy Scotch ale, which is a 9.3, the Commissar, wow. which is the Russian Imperial Stout at a 9.8, and the Black Quad, which is a quadruple, and that's at a 10.5. So those are what I'm drinking over on the side, but the new Belgium uh. is just a, pea, a measly little 7%. So that's what I'm drinking right now is the uh, the Voodoo Ranger 
IPA, and uh, they have a juicy IPA, which I was going to try, but it was a yeah. dollar more for the can, and I thought, eh. We'll I've go seen that Voodoo Ranger all over the place, so that's a pretty commonly found beer. Actually, wow, that's not bad. Got a little bit of a hoppy aftertaste. If you like the hop, you're going to love it. Uh, I typically like the juicier IPAs, but, man, that's not going to kick you in the pants. That's good. No, that's really good. I'm going to give that well, a, a 3.8, man. I'm, nice. Actually, I might give it a 3.9 just because I think yeah. I think if you really like the hoppy IPAs, I think you're really going to yeah. love this beer. Um, but it's got a great flavor. It's got a good smell. Uh, but it's not as fruity. So if you don't like the fruity IPAs, I think this is a good one. It's a really good choice. Excellent. Good beer. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, you, you know, the thing about reviewing beers on our show is that uh, there's a there's beer communities. I don't know if you knew this, yeah. but there's beer communities all around the, the, every city, every country. And you have to review beers a certain way. And you know what I tell everybody in any one of those beer communities right now? That's another one of my pet peeves. I got a beer community for you. It's called Kiss It. And the other one's called Crop Dust. So if you're in a beer community, I'm going to come to your place, and I'm going to crop dust you, and I'm going to I'm going to eat beans and rice for a week before, and I'm going to stink up your joint because you're nothing but an arrogant punk. All of you. Beer is about loving the making of it and the enjoying of it. And, you know, when you go to a brewery when it's real people, they enjoy the process and the different flavors and the richness and the environment that they're in. They don't – it's just manure. I mean, it's a lot like what's going on. I'm not going to get into our country. There's so much manure going on in our country right now. I'm completely steering away from it um, because, you know, who knows where we're going to be in six months. So all I can say is I like beer. I'm happy. I've got a beautiful family. I'm blessed. And thank you all for listening you know, to our little one, fun beer a, couple, a couple of those I tried to be a uh, part of because I wanted to rate the beers because I thought it'd be a good place to put our beer ratings on there so I could really yeah. kind of keep track of what, what I've done other than put it on the website, which takes forever, and I haven't done it in like eight months. So, right. <laughs> you know, um, but the problem is, is that they want you to rate everything. They want you to rate the scent and the yeah. color. And like they, they want you to rate it like you're sitting at a, at a wine tasting and you're swilling the wine and... <laughs> You know, I mean that—that's how they want you to do it, and I, and I, it's well, great and all. But I, don't I know, want buddy. to go look, man. Have you that's been? a three. That's a ten. Uh, that's a five. I just want to give it a number right. and move have on. You, I loved it, Danny. Have it. you been to some of these high-end breweries lately, though? I try I mean, to avoid the high ones. I like the good ones. Well, <laughs> there's one right next to my office, and like them or hate them, uh, they give you, you know, like for six bucks a little. So, like those beers you're drinking, you that one can will get you almost off your rocker. Yeah. Um, but so you go in there and they give you a highly potent beer, but for like five or six bucks, it's just a little plastic cup of it, and they want you to like sniff on it and uh, that that's not drinking beer to me. Drinking no. beers, getting a good beer and going glug glug, yum yum, mm, more for my tum tum. Let, let me have another. Not sitting there go oh. Well, I don't know, Pierre. I think that one has more of a toffee flavor than the other. And I would stick my foot up his can and go and tell back to the tea house with Fraser Crane and Niles because that's where you belong. <laughs> stick it. You can cram it. And your ratings and your brewery. You all can cram it. All that's right, what so we need. We need, to, we need to start. Our, we need to find somebody out there who can program in our own website. And it'll be Old Guys Rule Radio <laughs> Beer Ratings. Right. And you go on and you go... I loved it. One thumb up, you know, or I freaking hated it. I just, I, you yeah, know, I, I think I, maybe that, maybe that's what that we need to do. Good it's, drinking it's beer. Thumbs up. It's a thumbs up or a thumbs down to make it no points and everything else. Think, I'm just going to give the beer I drank yeah. tonight, this car box, I'm giving it a thumbs up. And anybody who's arrogant in a brew community, I'm giving you a thumbs up too. 
right up your old Keystone. Well, the last Stick few, it. the last few that I put in there, the ratings, I gave them a number, but I put we recommended it. No matter what the number is, we recommend that beer because we think it's drinkable. Um, you know, I like the term yard beer. Because, hey, if you're looking yeah. for something light, lightweight, it may not have the most flavor. But you know what? This is a good chugging beer. When you're thirsty and hot in the middle of the yard, this is what you yeah, need to go pounding. That's a yard beer. That's, yeah. that's the type of rating I like. I like that type of stuff. So, once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to Old Grumpy Guys Rural Radio. Uh, but if you want to get bombed, appreciate. grab a six-pack yeah. of Real L oh, Brewing yeah. Bomber Pack. If you can, real, <laughs> if, yeah, Bomber Pack, if you can drink them. Because some, some of those are so solid. Yeah, ten, ten five. There's a six pack, two of each. Yeah, you can get through that. That that one will light you, you up. Get through so that six pack, you'll, you'll be ninety nine. So we've been laughing enough go that I'm not next... drinking that much. Uh, otherwise, yeah. it could be drunk. Old guys drunk radio, we, which we've done before. So you know, <laughs> we have slur radio. We both been on that <laughs> roll. So my next one is is I want to go into condiments. Um, and I didn't say condoms because, uh, oh, here for the old uh, spicy joke of the day. Uh, for everybody out there, have you ever seen the serial number at the bottom of a condom? Well, yeah. Well, I guess they've never had to unroll it that far. <laughs> like I said, yeah, hey, I have. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, you know, I haven't. No, no, I have. So uh, my well, my favorite condiments I've got three was an or four. Small and... <laughs> right, I was going to back away from that. So, uh, my favorite condiment, uh, one of my favorite condiments, is uh, I love blue cheese and I love slash ranch. Right. Because some places you go, they're like, you want blue cheese, and you can't really tell if it's blue cheese or ranch. Oh, bull! Blue but cheese has on... got chunks of crappy, smelly ass blue cheese in it. I hate that you crap. Would, you would think. Oh, I hate it. You would oh, think. <laughs> and then what about ranch? Yeah, he, you he, like he ranch? Love ranch. Right. I, I think you could dip a cat turd in ranch, and I could probably eat it. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, 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 that's a new appetizer. <laughs> Here's some ranch. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So that's so many foods. I, I like. I have ranch and I have blue cheese. I like them both. Uh, I think they they have their own way. I know. I'd say half of the public despises blue cheese but once you've if you found a liking for it that's what you order um but on that whole topic of salad dressing so what's your favorite type of salad dressing ranch thousand island ranch is it ranch ranch i like thousand oh, island yeah. i like the big mac oh, yeah. thousand island uh, uh, so if it's just salad dressing thousand okay my favorite ranch but i mean it, I'll, I'll eat so i'll eat uh, thousand island i used to like french a lot when i was a kid uh, some for our, yeah, for some our friends down in france house, our friends outside of They're Paris, French. we like French dressing uh, and French fries. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, it, it, it might not be French fries for a long time. I'm, I'm do, you, uh, do you know that? You know the original French fries. You know they weren't they weren't fried in France. You know where they were fried? In Greece. In in Greece. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. All right. So another one of my favorites. Uh, well, I'll let you. What's one of your favorite? Oh, dude, uh, my my condiments are so damn boring. It, it, uh, one of my yeah. favorites, ketchup. Yep. Great, great on right. hot dogs, great All on right. hamburgers. Love the ketchup. Mine's on there too. All right, but I got to tell you, because I was reading about ketchup today. I was reading about catsup today. Oh yeah, so, yeah. No, catsup can go piss off. I like ketchup. Wait. No, no. So that's the thing. <laughs> all of them were all called. They all started as catsup. Every single brand all was catsup. So it's a weird word, and I like to screw with people with real weird words. <laughs> so anytime, sir, would you like ketchup with that? No, I would like catsup. They're going to go, what? 
And and just to see the Whataburger guy go, and his, we don't little, have his little steam his little steamy glasses to go sideways. Ketchup. <laughs> yes, you have ketchup. Give me the spicy. Is that like a lime? <laughs> you said ketchup. We don't allow animals in here. So I lo- I also love it, but. The funny thing about it is that there's a ton of sugar in ketchup. They increased the sugar volume from ketchup to ketchup. Ketchup was an originally in England, or created like most things were in England, but it was created with the value of a flavor that was tomatoey. Now it's a little more sugary and tomatoey. Gotcha. Um, and so if you look at McDonald's menu, everything on McDonald's menu has sugar in it, even the French fries. If you didn't yeah, know that. no, that's do. the addictive nature of McDonald's food. That the funny part is, and, and it's great to round things up like this, is that it's so expensive to feed kids worth of crap. Yes. You can take them to McDonald's and feed your kids, like I did my stepkids Burger King and Pokemon, yeah. for you know a dollar a meal back then or whatever. Yeah. And to get them some veggies and some chicken and some nothing, you got to take time and effort. It's, it's horse manure that the world has skewed this where it's easier for me to go throw crap in front of them and let them chomp it down than it is for you, me to actually make them good food. So yep. ketchup also a very valued, very valued one on there. Um, I'll tell you my next one, and maybe my favorite is I really love a one. Oh damn! I was hoping you were going to say that because if you're if you want steak sauce, you stay the hell away from me when I'm cooking a steak. Because okay. my well, steaks don't well, need the, steak sauce. Well, you know, so if you want to put it on your meatloaf, I, I guess that's okay. You can put a one on anything. I can dip a piece of chicken in there. Yeah. I can I'll deep, go with that. I can dip it, and so it was a one slash barbecue sauce. I was on the All fence right. of which one to, to put on there, but the reason about I love day one is because I didn't eat steak growing up. We we're too too poor, so I, I I probably had my first steak in my oh, teens. Wow, you know, okay, mid yeah. to late teens. Yeah. So um, as it thinned out and the herd thinned out, my brothers. As my herd thinned out and they all moved away, we started getting a little better food, not that we didn't always want it. And we were always taken care of. Rest your soul, Mom and Dad. There was always food on the table. There was always a present under the tree. I don't know how they did it. There always was, man. Like old Tupac said, Mama made miracles happen every Thanksgiving. So you got ten kids, a a husband, and and your mother living there, and you still have food on the table every night? You are are doing something. So uh, at any rate, I would say that a one and barbecue sauce are my uh, is my next one. How so about you? so I used to do a lot of a one. I did a lot of a one when steaks were bad, you know when 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 it was wasn't good quality steak, and then you couldn't uh, find a good one for a long time. Yeah. So as I got older and steaks got better, then I so I was like no 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 a one, but it does have good flavor. I will have I will have to say this. I have. I watched way too much cartoons, way too much television and cartoons when I was a kid, and I I know all of the schoolhouse rocks. I actually aced a couple of tests, one in college, because because we got we got um, we got a hundred when we when I got into my poli sci class the very first day. He said you get a free hundred as a test grade if you can write out the preamble to the Constitution. Do you know the preamble to the Constitution? So I it, do not. 
It's it's. Uh, I can't sing that song anymore. Well, and then that's just it. It was it was the song. We the people, in order to form one perfect union, establish justice and assure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and ensure all the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do our day and establish uh, we, this constitution got, of the United States of America. There we go. It doesn't mean anything in the country anymore. Well, go ahead. but but my point is, is that so I wrote that down. I'm like, holy crap. So I watched way too much of it. But then there was one commercial one time that was about don't drown your food. And it was like, you know, don't cover it in all these sauces, which is why I don't like my condiments to be a topping because I don't want to drown it out. I want to add a little flavor. But so my steaks, they don't get anything on it. I don't put anything on it. And, you know, name the things that you think people put stuff on. Hey, you eat crab legs? You dip it in butter sauce? Oh, hell no. I eat them straight. Crab legs, shrimp, I don't care. Shrimp, now I will dip it in, in cocktail sauce sometimes, but I can eat right, 15 so pounds of shrimp rule. without anything. I love cocktail which, sauce. Which that goes back delicious. to why I have boring condiments. It's ketchup, it's mustard, and it's mayo. And those are my condiments. Those are my top three. Well, is it, now hold on. <laughs> is it mayo or is it Miracle Whip? Uh, either, actually. I like them both. Okay. Um, but I generally I, use mayo because my wife hates Miracle Whip. And Miracle oh, Whip does have okay. more calories, so, and because of the extra calories, I just do the uh, mayo. So it's mayo, mustard, and and ketchup. Those are my three condiments, dude. Because I don't drown my well, food. I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I guess I, I remember that one. We're in the same bracket. <laughs> just don't. Uh, I, I don't know if I got that message due to the fact that we didn't have anything. It, when I was eating growing up, it was this is what you got. And now a lot yes. of it was tacos and, you know, things you could make spaghetti, big bowls of spaghetti. My my mom and my grandmother would have to make 10 pounds of ground beef a day. Yeah, because there were a lot of you, weren't there? There was a whole herd. Yeah. So anyway, with yeah. that being said, you know, the funny thing about the show today, thank you for tuning in to Old Guys Rule Radio. I know you're going to tune back in, you bunch of jerks. I'm ready to smack <laughs> you down and slap you around. I've had enough of your fat mouth and your big head. So if you have something to say to me, bring it. And then you can cram it right up your cram hole because I'm, I'm so sick of these low-life scumbags in this country that I've had enough. And, I, and the whole show's had enough. We've had enough. We've had enough for a long time. We just haven't been saying it. We've been nice and HR friendly. Cram it. Everybody, remember my favorite new tag words for the show. You don't like it? You don't like my opinion on this? Cram it. Cram it in your cram hole. And then you can call me Lafleur. Nobody actually, makes me bleep, bleep. Hey, hang on. I, I, want, I want to change that just a little bit. Because if you don't okay. like what we're saying... You don't have to cram it. Shoot, us, it. shoot us a text message. Shoot us an email. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Because here's the deal. I Unlike a lot of the, the political leaders out there, I don't think, or, or especially the liberal left, just because we have a difference of opinion, just because you don't like what I think, hey, that's great. Just right. because I'm I don't agree with you. you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to disassociate myself from you. I'm not going to never no. talk to you again. No. There, part of communication with a human being and an adult is that <laughs> you're going to differ. And that's called discussion. And that's the way you make movement and growth in your life and your world is finding a way to get past disagreement. Instead of Facebook editing and deleting yeah. and all these crazy social media things. I've been on my phone, literally. I have a work phone and I have this phone. And I've been on my phone 50% less, literally, it's telling me, reports are telling me, I'm on my phone 50% less since all this started because I just don't care about all of the 
stuff I was interested in anymore. Being on, so checking Facebook all the time. Then this, this, this. I just want to spend time with Emerson and love on her and eat some good <laughs> stuff. And, and that's really about it. But I am um, interested in what other, I, I, I'm interested in what other people think. And if they disagree with I'd me, I'd love to hear. Tell what you me think. why. I got three or four people out there. Thomas Young. I want to yeah. hear about what you think about uh, uh, Biden. And how how Joe Biden can lead our country positively? I'd Apparently like to hear some he can't. Of you. Uh, well, because he already they, it's well they it's already him. showing yeah because they they gave him well I'm he, just gonna he throw got a quick, officially quick elected. Couple things I don't want to yeah, get let's right. not get too much into it. All I'm saying is uh, better yet I want to go on another level. If Biden should fold. Uh, all of our listeners, I would like a couple of emails and text messages and posts on our, our pages about what you think Kamala Harris will be as the president of the United States. What type of a international global leader she will be. I understand Biden, <laughs> his politico, and the things that he's had, Sorry. been in it for 50 years. So I'm not going to argue whoever, however that happened. I just want to know and I want to see some examples of how some people that hear me can think that she could be a positive influence on the country and on the planet. Okay. All right. Right. Now, I forgot to tell you, football's on. Hey, football, football, football. So, all right. Real quick on football. It's going to be about uh, my my, my synopsis on football is a little bit different. All right, Danny. So, uh, right now, uh, if you look at. Who's in yeah, we who's haven't out. had a show since the uh, Steelers. Have, well, you know, Steelers haven't won well, since we've been on. <laughs> okay, well, so I got to tell you, if you want my theory, then I was going to wait. No, you know what? I will wait. Let all me right. let me all break right. it all down again. So right now, if you talk about who's clinched, the Chiefs, yeah. of course, have clinched yeah. a playoff spot. Uh, we knew that. Yep. Uh, Green Bay, no surprise there. Nope. Uh, the, the next leader of the division, and this is a surprise to me, New Orleans losing Drew Brees. I thought they'd have to change their offense, and they're still winning. So mm-hmm. I'm impressed with New Orleans being the number, uh, you know, one of the top four. Now Pittsburgh, this is what I got to say about Pittsburgh, and then I, and you're welcome to comment on it. But somebody asked me what I thought about Pittsburgh, not knowing I was a Pittsburgh fan, a fanatic or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is the first time. There has to be an asterisk by a team's name who got bleep, 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 bleep. I just edited all yeah. my curse words right. by the COVID, okay? Right. Pittsburgh had their top three linebackers hurt during s- suspended games. They were undefeated, and they started suspending their games. And in between that time, because their training rhythms were off, their top three linebackers uh, – are all gone. They're gone for the season. These aren't out. Gone for the season. So this is the first time that I would tell you that I want to put an asterisk by a team who got screwed by this bullcrap COVID-19 football schedule because the Titans have kept going and kept going. Then the Ravens. Then this. So they went from a two-week and they missed their bye week and they went out and Devin Bush and both of their guys making a difference. Those pressure outside linebackers on the other side taking it off of J.J. Watt, T.J. whatever his name is, Watt, that he could get in there so i'm telling you right now that if it wasn't for the covid schedule i think pittsburgh would still be undefeated and you may be right i mean it, it's one of those I, I was listening to somebody and and i like the idea and and i know we were talking about i don't think ohio state with five wins should get a pass and get into the uh uh the playoffs well, we're, we're gonna get well, over there we're I, going there in a minute i'm, I'm only saying okay. the 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 thought process behind that 
is, yes, they've got a great ball club, but if they've only got the five wins, okay, and you look at A and M or you or even Florida, if you want to throw A and M out, but you can't. But I let's just University say University of Cincinnati well, at eight. No, there you go. Okay, the thing is, is that Cincinnati's played those extra games, and there's an unknown factor when you play the games. Somebody can get hurt, and somebody key gets hurt in those extra games, and all of a sudden your team's not as good as it was. That's kind of what's happening to to Pittsburgh is that because they've played those games and things have happened. So there, you know, there is some things that have to have to do with playing games or playing them at different times. And and I think we talked about it from the get go, from the beginning of the season that COVID could have an impact on where the season and goes. Has, and and I is, don't and yeah, and we and we weren't talking about. Um, from a standpoint, we weren't thinking about injuries. We were just talking about a key player gets well, COVID at a key time and so, misses a couple so of games and hurts their that. team. So, so some of yeah. their players have got COVID. So some of the Steelers have been on the COVID list, right, and they've right. been not being able to play, bringing in backups, and then the backups get hurt, then the others get hurt. Then even when the players come back, they've been out two weeks and or three weeks and then they come back in and they're not in rhythm and they can't run so pittsburgh can't run the ball blah 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 but football in the nfl season is about several things it's about your system and your routine and your practices and for preparation and when you keep pushing them back and forth them you can't go to the facility they're, they came in not ready and both of the linebackers who were their starting linebackers who were out bush particularly said i hurt myself because I wasn't ready that week, I, I went in and made a move, and they—they they, I got into a line and tried to make a make a play I, I shouldn't have been trying to make. So I literally will tell you, Pittsburgh has already clinched, right? They already got right. a playoff spot. Chiefs have got the division, blah blah blah. But I will tell you that Pittsburgh would have still been my favorite if not. So we'll move on to the other side of it. The eliminated teams. Yeah. <laughs> There's just as just as fun as what teams are eliminated. So. Um, the, the surprise for me is I'm surprised the Falcons are eliminated. Yeah. And I'm a little, I'm a little surprised that the uh, Chargers are eliminated. I, I, and I'm sad that the, the, uh, the Houston Texans, that they're also eliminated. <laughs> yeah. So um, I liked them all at the beginning of the season. And I kind of like the Tyson, uh, the Texans, uh, the Tysons. I like the Texans. Uh, I would always tell you that they, uh, they seem like they've got some heart this year, uh, and you love you love Watt on that team also. Right, absolutely. Um, so Cincinnati Bengals eliminated, Jacksonville Jaguars eliminated, and the Jets uh, are playing for the number one draft pick. Uh, they're eliminated. So this is one of those few seasons that they're actually, when you look at the NFL uh, yeah. standings, they're going uh, clinching, clinch, clinch, e e e e. And I was like, what's e? I guess. Oh, if you're 0 and 12 or 0 and 13, I, I think that means you're eliminated. eliminated. <laughs> now, right. now eliminated. I do have to say, I, over the last couple of weeks, and and I thought it was going to be the Giants when they won it because I said I was very excited that somebody in the NFC East was going to try to win their way into the playoffs and not lose their way in. And it actually looks like it's going to be the Washington team. So the it's the, the Redskins. The Redskins, if man. You, it's it, Washington Redskins. Or actually, what I want them to do, I want them to to call themselves the Washington Football Club, like they do in soccer, and just do yeah. it. Just I mean, just to well, do it. Put a little bitty patch over on their over on their jacket. Put stars for all I their gotta, Super Bowls. I mean, just just do it and just go. I, I gotta, yeah, I F gotta you. pick me back. My now, my I'm rooting for a couple of teams this year. So now, because of the comeback story of Alex Smith, yeah, 
I would love for the Redskins to win the Super Bowl. That would be fantastic. Not just only if only if Smith um, is still the quarterback. If yeah. Smith is still the yeah. quarterback, I, I, I could do. I could but cheer I for that. I really could. And, and my good buddy out there in New Mexico, I know you listen, Big Tom, but I'll tell you, your defense is no joke. You've got a big young front line. You know, when you suck for as many years, you get good picks. So you, <laughs> it's a fact about sports. And so you've got a you've got a real defense, and it's no joke. <laughs> they're built. They're young. They're 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 mean. They're they're mean. They play good football on the defensive side of the ball. I got to say that. So if Alex Smith is the quarterback and the Steelers don't win it, I, I, I'm going straight up. I'm going to tell you, I'm rooting for the old Redskins. So, so if Alex Smith is still in the, or still the quarterback and the Redskins go yeah. to the Super Bowl, the two of us yeah. go to uh, New Mexico and we go to a Super and we have a Super Bowl party there with Thomas. What do you say? We, yeah. we, we there do you that? Go. I'm in. I mean, no, that's right. it. I'm in. All right. If that happens and they make it there, we're, I'll, I'll pick you up on the way. All right, Thomas. <laughs> we're we're hey, they make it to the Super Bowl. We're coming, and I mean, and he's got to make that Thomas, maroon, you make that maroon and yellow red, is butt ass our, ugly, but I'll wear chili, some pork red chili sauce for us. All right, and, and and that's another story. There you go. So anyway, I do want to <laughs> say so, Danny. Um, it's still NFL stuff. Oh, before we get away from the Jets being no wins. So I have a Jets story. Imagine that. So the, the New York Jets look like they're trending, and almost there's almost no way they can lose the number one pick. Trending. So, <laughs> How are they trending? They're, they're trending well, horrible. Because well, they're 0-13, right. and so that means they're – in line to get the number yes. one pick. Oh, yeah. Unless they win two games and their Cincinnati Bengals lose two games and the Bengals no, will get No, no, no. The, so right the Bengals have a tie. The Bengals have a tie. Okay. They tied Philly early well, on. Okay. The Jets would have to, have so to right win three. Like the They'd Jets, have to win three. They can the come Jets, back and try to win like two. looks like the Jets are going to get the number one pick. Yeah. But the funny part of it is that Trevor Lawrence has always said he's thinking about Elway and the Jets, LOL. Oh, I thought that was funny. Because <laughs> for those of you who have been sports fans for 30 years, Elway was one of the first people ever back in the day to tell a team, I'm not going there. I'm No, no. And there were some deals and brokeraging and things. So this, this whatever he is, a guy from Clemson, has said, if the Jets draft me, I, I think I'm going to have to Elway. And so I, just I think to share that with you. I think that's great. I think I mean, it's hilarious. I, I mean, I'm sorry, and, and I don't think that a player should have that much power. But at the same time, yeah. I, I here here's the thing: he came back for his senior year. He could have been the number one pick last year. He came last back year. to play his senior year. Why? Because he wanted to win another championship because they lost last year. Because the dude's a winner. Yeah. He wants to go out a winner and then go to to the NFL. So I'm going to stay another year in college. And I'm going to play my butt off, and I'm going to try to win a championship, and he may shouldn't be penalized. And then for I'm going to turn around and get stuck that. at the Jets, who are perennial horrible. The Jets and the Browns, and and I, you know, Baker Mayfield, do your thing. You're making them better, but they have been a just a black hole for quarterbacks for 20 years. The Jets and the no and the Browns are places nobody should want to go if you're a quarterback. That's right. I agree. All right. So now I got another one for you, Danny. Sure. So would you can would you consider yourself fairly tough? Like, uh, man, you know, I'd love to tell you on a, like a scale of one to ten. I'd love to tell you I was a ten. I'm probably a six. <laughs> I mean, just 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 because I, I I can push you to the edge and still not get in the fight. I mean, I will shoot my mouth off forever, but 
I don't oh, want it. Okay, well, I'll, all right. So now, if well, I got to do it, aspect, I got to do I'd it. Give but, myself, yeah. I'd probably give myself about an eight or a nine. On right, that. exactly. Yeah. Popping somebody in the face. But no, I'm just talking about like a, I don't know, you know, break a finger or, oh. you know. Uh, okay. Uh, so All right. tough, so like you different, tough. not fight tough, but right. like, like yeah. tough, you know? Okay. So, so, what, what so I, I was playing softball. I dove for a ball and you know, you got your index finger outside the glove, right? Yeah. It hit the ground, bent backwards and broke my finger and my finger was sticking straight up. So it was like at a 90 degree <laughs> angle. Right. And I looked at it and of course, because I did that, I missed the ball. And so I pulled the glove off, and when it did, it popped the finger back in place, and I ran and I grabbed the nice. ball, and I threw it in, right? So I finished out the game. and Because uh, <laughs> that's what you do, right? Um, yeah, I have I tore the ligaments in an ankle. So that game, I played the rest of the game, and I got a hit, and that hurt swinging a bat with a broken finger. Because I did actually – it's the only broke bone I've ever broken. Um, and it was well. funny because two weeks later – I have a, a splint on the finger, and so you know, stick it straight up when I'm holding the bat, right. and I'm walking out, and I'm getting ready, and somebody goes, "Is he really gonna? Is he really playing with a broken finger?" And he, goes, he the, the third baseman said, "Dude, that's one tough sob. You should have seen how bad it was bent, and he didn't miss a stride." And I'm like, "All right." And then uh, I I have torn the ligaments in my ankle, and I finished the game. Um, and and it was when they asked me what I wanted to do, I was playing in the outfield. I said, "Make me pitcher." And they're like, why? I said, because the minute I stop walking on this thing, it's going to swell like a balloon. So make me pitcher. And so in the, in the last inning, we had the bases loaded, and uh, we had two outs, and I hit an in-the-park home run having to run all four bases. Oh, well. <laughs> so yeah when it comes to that i'm pretty tough um when it comes to like fighting right. and stuff i'm i'm not you know i'm yeah. i'm not you that's not I, your thing i'm not you i, I now, will i will back yeah, your ass I, up I, if i have to but i ain't getting in radio you walk up to both of us danny's got some size and weight on me but i've i've been fighting my whole life and i got lots of training so you'll yep. probably come up to me if there was a fight and we're both standing there <laughs> and then you'd probably come up to the wrong guy yeah, oh, so i'm not even boasting most definitely I mean, no no you, you would you might get hurt you might you might get really hurt, but I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I chase bugs and give hugs. I ain't after no thugs. Come on, man. So <laughs> that's my new motto. I'm chasing bugs and I'm giving hugs. That's all I'm about. All right? Anybody hug? All right. So uh, this guy. So this is the guy. The reason I brought this up is uh, think about me having a Detroit Lions story. I, I like Matthew Stafford, by the way. Loved Megatron. Very, you know. The organization has been a pretty class organization. They did fire their head coach and their GM about three weeks ago, right, trying to change the direction of the Lions. But this story I had to share about you think you're tough. So during last week's game, uh, the Detroit Lions center, i got to pull up his last name, Frank Ragnow. Um, so he comes to the quarterback and he says hey, in a very, very weird voice, hey, you guys are going to have to. Uh, call out the line plays for me. To, there was one quarterback got injured, and he told the other one too. And they're like, "Why?" He goes, "I just can't talk. I'm not feeling real well." And other guys on the sideline and the announcers, uh, they were like, not of the game, but like, I'm sorry, the coaches, coaching staff, seemed like he was in a personal battle, like he'd hurt his ankle or torn a muscle, but he was still playing and he was still performing. And they weren't getting by him, and he was playing really well. Well, you think you're tough. <laughs> Mr. Frank Ragnow, you get my Tough of the Week award, which I'll do every week now. He fractured his throat. Oh, shit. 
He fractured his throat on a play, and then he played the whole rest of the game. And he didn't get a hold or a sack. He played two quarters. That they is didn't a know man. it was a fractured throat. That they thought it was man. just a pop in the <laughs> fractured throat. Finished the game, didn't give up a sack, and didn't miss a play. So I, we give. That's what yeah. we're going to do. Is every couple yeah. weeks we're going to give a, a, a tough guy of the week award. That guy, dude, you're the tough can, guy of the week. That is, can, can that I, is crazy tough. The the toughest guy I ever played football with, his name was Martin yeah. Johnson, and we called him Rock. Okay, and we uh, called him the Rock because well he just hit like a rock. And he was about yeah. as smart as a rock, too. And I don't mean to be insulting. <laughs> I'm just telling you. The guy did not yeah. know that. I, I would tell people. Well, they're like, why do, you, why do you call him rock? He's like, well, he's, he's not really that smart. And he hits like a rock. And they're like, really? And I'm like, but yeah, he doesn't, you don't want to get in front of him. He doesn't know the like meaning too, of yeah. the word pain. And that's, that's what I used yeah. to tell people. Well, that was actually true. So we were playing in a football game. And in the third quarter, the trainer came up to him. And he had tears running down his eyes. And he says, hey, Martin. What's wrong? You know, because the trainer always calls you by your first name, right? Uh, the co- right, other coaches right. they call- try to get your attention. <laughs> yeah, coaches like Martin. Olson, Olson, yeah, yeah exactly. Like you, what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, but yeah, with with Martin, what's wrong? He goes, my knee hurts, coach. He goes, which one? He goes, right one. And he lifts it up, and his kneecap is gone. It's over on the side of his knee, right? And he's standing there. He goes, when did that happen? He goes, second play. He goes, of the half? Because we're in the third quarter. He goes, no, first half. So the dude made it through the whole first half without a kneecap, and it's not until after everything tightens up at halftime and he comes out and he starts playing. Then he's in tears when he goes back out. So, yeah, he he lost. That is the toughest guy I ever played football with. And we knew it when when we played with him, but that was ridiculous. I'm sorry. That would have me on the ground. So I'm going to jump start over to college football. All right. Uh, I, I got a question for you. Here's a quick Danny question. First person to answer this one right gets a prize from Old Guys Rule Radio. <laughs> How many teams are in the co- play in Division One college football? Oh, good God. I don't know. Uh, All right. Ding, 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 ding. So I didn't either until yeah. I researched this. 95, 100, 102? 130. 130. Okay. 130. Right. All right. So out of all those right now, um, if you talk about who'd be going to the playoffs right now, uh, would be of course Alabama. I, I like to see Notre Dame's undefeated. They're up there too. Notre Dame. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Clemson's there. Clemson and Ohio State. A&M. Ohio uh, State. No, A&M. There. A&M. Uh, no, A&M four. is not in the four. 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 They're, A&M's number four. Um, Ohio okay. State's got five well, wins. You, they don't qualify. They freaking don't okay. qualify. I'm sorry. Okay, they okay, don't. I get it. I get it. I get it. So I, I hear you. So well, what? I, this is what I'm going into. This is my point. Yeah. So I, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that there are other teams that should be in front of them. Um, so this is my topic about this. Yeah, I like that they're finally in a playoff. I think we said this at the beginning of our yeah, show. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because college football was on. That I think it's time that uh, there's a lot of things that we need to stand up for, but as college sports and sports fans, they've got to expand this to at least six. Six I- is the logical number. Maybe eight. No. no. So go ahead. I, 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 no, I'm six. I, I'm six. One and two get a bye. I'm six. Uh, I, I I think six would be it because it doesn't exp- it doesn't expand it too much. But the funny part is yep. is that with six, it's still not going to help Cincinnati this year because uh, A and M has no got one undefeated Cincinnati. Well, yeah. Except who? I mean, now 
they beat they beaten a couple teams. Yeah, but I, I'm going to admit that A&M may not be as good as their ranking. Okay, I, I get that Fair. because but they beat Florida and Florida had the ranking. Florida was number three when A&M knocked and them off. Florida just lost again last week. Did but I tell you? you put oh, Florida I did not know that. Any one of the, yes, I didn't know that. Okay. They upset by LSU. That's upset them. Okay. But I still say you put Florida in front of any one of those teams, right. and they could they could beat them. But, right but now, I think some, there's there is there's some parity, but yeah. it's always happened that OSU they they need to make it six. I mean, that's all I no, was going to go I, through with this. I, I agree with that. that. I, I think six is great. You take you take uh, three, four, five, and six, and they play each other, and then yep, you can figure yep. out how they. You take you take uh, three and six and four and five, and yep. they play like that, yep. and then the best the best one. Goes against two and the work the lower whatever their lower rank is right. and it doesn't matter right. how you rank if you're three and you know you may wind up playing two uh, you know but if you're six like let's say five and six win then five goes up against two and six goes up against one they you know they, right. they you just do it that way but I I'm a, I agree with six because here's my thing with six if you get out to if you get out if you're team number seven then you've either not played anybody on your schedule worth a crap. Or you have more than one right. loss. I mean, either your schedule, and it may be that your conference is weak, but you can't blame the world on your conference because you chose that conference. But you've not played enough tough teams, or you have more than one loss. And in either case, that's your own fault. And and that's would not. There, would, would there ever be a time that you think that it would be a logical thing to make college football like college basketball, where it's kind of starts off three quarters of the season you just break it off and you start whittling it down and then it gets down to the top 20 and they start playing each other and breaking it all down playing each other no i don't would that be i think that would be exciting i don't see how they could do it well from an excitement standpoint i get it but the problem is is that it, it that would totally annihilate the bowl system and here, if you added those two games, yeah, that's so, big money. Well, you're right, you're and, right. and it, it's not well. There, there, there's two factors. So, and and this is something that a lot of people, when they look at college football versus basketball, that they don't understand. When you're talking college football, now this year's different because of COVID, and so everything's kind of getting moved back. But that has to do with COVID, not schooling. Typically, in college, in Fair. college school, college football, they're athletes. And the idea is, is that the last game, whatever it is ends toward the end of of November and they have a week or two to prep and prepare and take and take all their finals because that's the thing they're there for school and all the finals don't don't go for covid I mean or excuse me you know right. with covid they're all going to change but the the finals are set before the season starts and no matter what the football team does and so they've got to take the classes and they've got to do finals and then once finals are done then there is a break where everybody leaves and all the kids leave, all the students leave, and that's kind of when the bowl season kicks in is after finals. And then, you know, and they run that in up until college school comes back. So basically they're trying to get done before they come back to school. I mean, that's that's how this whole bowl system is, and it means so much. We were talking about the 6-6 six and six teams and the 7-5 and five teams. It means so much to those teams that are middle of the road. We don't want to blow up the bowl, the, the whole bowl system by doing that. Now, some of the bowls are crap, but that's beside the point because teams still make a million or two dollars toward their program. So, yeah, and, and you're right. Adding so I two teams adds point. one game, I, basically. I, I, still, I still I have to stand up and say that I think that it's 
really got to be expanded to six. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because there's, it should have been, at least we've got a playoff because for years it was scam and crap and just like everything else in the country. But uh, I do want to send a college sports note out. Um, uh, Florida uh, college basketball player Keontae Johnson uh, had a, a heart infusion during the game, excuse me, and collapsed on the court and it had to be revived. Uh, they had to induce him into a coma, but the prayers were answered. He's now responding. He's out of that coma. Good. So God bless that young man. Um, good young man. Uh, all did, all uh, the SEC player. But boy, that's a scary thing. Uh, I've seen a couple players go down from exhaustion, and you don't know, you know, when you're playing with them. When they go down, they just go, they collapse. You run over there, and you don't know what's up with them. But anyway, uh, just a little side note: we send our thoughts and our prayers out to him and his family. Glad that he's uh, hopefully he gets back to basketball. But we just hope that he's okay. Um, now on on to my next little fun fun uh, topic uh, is boxing. So. Um, I know that's not your biggest thing, but this is going to be a fun one. I put a nice little twist on here. So did <laughs> did we talk about the Mike Tyson thing last show? No, we did we not. Did. No, you mentioned it, but we okay. really didn't talk about it. All right. So before I do the Mike Tyson thing, I want to tell you that, uh, you know, I'm a big boxing fan, and uh, Canelo Alvarez has a fight coming up. Um, that'll be an interesting fight. But uh, my favorite has always been the heavyweights, and I think that's kind of generally in boxing is that heavyweights are the tagline of the division. Well, um, a while back we talked about how Joshua lost to that heavy, kind of heavy-set Hispanic gentleman, uh, Ramirez, several about two years ago. Then he regained his title, but in both of them he looked a lackluster, and he just didn't look that great. Well, Anthony Joshua – uh, completely dominated uh, number five container uh, Pulev, Kubrat Pulev, uh, forcing a TKO in the second round, really dominating. He looked aggressive, he looked strong, but he was back on his home country. And so Joshua, as well as Tyson Fury, which is by most people considered the heavyweight champion in the world, they now between them hold all of the heavyweight champion belts in the world. Um, Tyson Fury has not responded to the calling out of Joshua saying, uh, we want to have a, we want you, we want to fight. Um, so this literally would be the first time that all of the heavyweight championship belts could be unified since Ali Frazier. So it's kind of a big deal that this could be the first time since back in the seventies that two guys, unfortunately not Americans, but two big talented heavyweights, could get in there and go for it and completely unify the heavyweight division. The time before Ollie Frazier was, uh, well, yeah, the time before that was Jack Dempsey, for God's sakes. Yeah, I mean, I, it's man, not I don't care that they're that not American. I, I don't care. Tyson Fury's but, fun to watch. I mean, these guys are fun to watch. Let's let's see it. Uh, you know, let's, see let's get some good boxing. I mean, I'm, some, I'm great with that's that. That's something I'd pay-per-view. Yeah. Those two guys fighting. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'd pay-per-view that. And then uh, speaking of pay-per-view. Um, I'd fly to Houston so and watch it on weeks, your pay-per-view. <laughs> uh, you could come down here. Say, they'd, they'd save you the, the gas money. Pay for it. <laughs> I watched them all. Uh, I watch them all. Um, some of the UFC I don't catch. You know, baby and wife, they 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 take up my time. Right. And me and wife enjoy. After baby, uh, UFC fights are on Saturday night. That's one of the few times I get with my beautiful wife. And I love you, honey. But uh, go ahead. So, well, I, I was going to say, do you want to know the only time I ever bought a pay per view? 
pay-per-view fight, and this has been a long time ago. I paid fight for it. or fight. event. Uh, well, back then it was fights. I mean, you know, now they're events, but back then it was I would fights. say it was it a Mike Tyson fight? It was, and it lasted 90 freaking yeah. seconds. I mean, yeah, so you know, it's like, oh, that. the, the bout's about to start. Let me go take a leak. Oh, crap, it's over. Fight's and that was $54 Fight's 30 years ago. Yeah. So, so that, yeah, we all did that I, back I stopped, in the day. And that's so when I quit buying thing, fights. That's where you quit. I was like, well, no. Well, the funny thing, I, I the, fir- the first one I ever bought was Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. <laughs> I just, I just. I, I got to pay for this and I had an apartment and I had cable and I didn't have a credit card. So I had to call the cable company. They, they, they approved it. And I was like, man. So anyway, uh, but I would tell you that, uh, man, those before, were the days, before, weren't they? Oh my gosh. They were like, Hey, well, it's going to go on your bill. I'm like, well, I don't, okay. I, I'm up to date. Yeah. And okay. That's how, that's how I got you the to Tyson fight. On your box. Yes. Right. Right. So, uh, Oh, we have a special on the Playboy channel. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> you get to fight in 24 hours of tits. Yeah, I get to fight. I get to watch it twice. So um, I, w- I wanted to tell you that before I go into my last topic about boxing, is I thought about this funny thing because I love the UFC and I love boxing. And the last time they tried that was with a couple little pipsqueaks, right? Yeah. And, and ultimately talented pipsqueaks. But uh, Tyson Fury went over and went to WWE and met WWE right after his last championship fight. And he won the title and he made a couple million bucks, messed around the WWE. So I thought to myself, the heavyweight champion of the UFC should fight the heavyweight champ, an actual fight, the, the heavyweight champion of boxing. And they're both Tyson Fury 6'9", 280. Stipe, um, I, I never get Stipe, uh, Miochik. It's Stipe, Stipe. He's 6'4", 260. Both a couple of big fellows, man. I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. I, now, that's another one. I'd no, 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 no. Because that favors the UFC guy. But, no, but hang, on, hang, on, boxing hang on, match. No, no. And, and just hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. But you get, you get the champion of the UFC and the champion of boxing and they go into the cage at the WWE. Oh. Oh. All hold, no holds barred. No holds tables, bar. ladder, and, tables, ladders, and chairs, man. Yes. Oh, no. Six, no, nine, okay. I'd actually have I might have to go to that. I mean, I might have to drive there and watch those guys actually like street fights. Yes. That'd be some good stuff right there. Broken so, chairs. Before we get, yeah, broken Suplex. chairs. All that stuff. I've always liked wrestling. I will always like wrestling a little bit. I think they're just like everything else. So I compare wrestling, big time wrestling, wrestling. Yeah to rap music up until like the nineties or late two thousands, it was still not too bad. You know, they, they still had some Hulk Hogan then they had stone cold, Steve Austin. And then they had, you know, kind of flared off a little bit. Hardy boys. Also. So obviously I watched a lot of wrestling, but, and same with rap music, it got into the two thousands and then it started kind of fading. And you're like, you know, um, uh, you know, I, I'm good. Uh, but so just a couple weeks ago, um, they had Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr., and it was this big deal, and and it and sold over ten million. I'm not getting the, the number wrong. That's ten right. million That's dollars right. in pay per view, right? Good for them. So, well, but the funny thing is, is that they really didn't, they really didn't tell you what you're gonna get, right? Yeah. So I get it on the TV screen, and it's it was that I, I, it had that, an internet that, dude. Did you get that on the Nate fire Robertson. stick? 
you get that on a fire stick? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, if if right. yes, yes. Oh no, no, no. Everything is. And uh, I would like to tell you, I pitched this guy Danny's fire stick services. He's awesome. So if you're looking for a fire stick, legal one, hey, hit me up. I'll hook you up with him. He's my boy. Um, but so this fight starts happening, right? And so Michelle's up there, and I turn it on. She's kind of interested. And she's like, all right, Tyson, Tyson, Tyson. So it starts off, and I don't know which rapper it was, but it, it's not a, you know, uh, it's a rapper. And you could tell. But the first thing he does is he stands up, and he walks out there, and he lights a giant joint. He starts smoking on this joint, and he's like, what's up, bitches? And he started violent curse words. And he's a rapper who's got several hits. And he's just a smoke and a doobie. And the sponsor of the event was findweed.com. <laughs> so this actually, they, 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 they made this that. as like a series. Yes. And Snoop Dogg was the announcer. And hey, then Snoop man. Dogg, now, out of the three rappers that, that performed, two of them were really, like, dirty. But then you don't really remember how dirty Snoop Dogg's raps were because they were all radio edit, right? Yeah, so here absolutely. comes Snoop Dogg, and I, he gets up there, and he lights a big old spliff, and he's like, what's up, Bizzles? About time you could see me doing what's important in this world. He starts smoking, and he did, like, five songs. Every one of his top five songs. Here he goes. Well, it's a dun, 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 rolling down the street. Well, then he starts it, and me and Michelle are watching, and he's like, there's a lot of words flying around and a lot of things that are said. And you're like, wow, Snoop, you're letting it fly. So I turn off the volume. And then they have this guy, Internet guy versus Nate Robinson, former NBA dunk champion. That was the first fight. And that guy couldn't fight. He didn't even know what he was doing. He couldn't. He looked like he was playing NFL. He'd run up and try to tackle the dude and just like, get off me, get off me. And he knocked I think. I think he literally knocked that guy so out so bad he beat himself. Who knocked out who? Uh, the internet guy they called him, yeah. and he's got a name. I mean, he knocked out the Robinson guy okay, so right. bad. Yeah. I think he peed a little bit because he was just face down like. I, and I've knocked out like five guys like that in my life. Where you catch them right on the button, bam, and they're just it, it's all over. They they just they're just done for. So then they get then we get to the fight. Roy Jones Jr. Blah blah blah. And all along they didn't tell you that the big thing is all about weed. So Tyson and Jones Jr. and everybody were backstage before the fight smoking weed. It's legal there. That's what they were doing. The sponsors were good. Mike Tyson owns the largest weed dispensary in the United States. That's where he makes a lot of money. So they get in there, and then this is why I got upset. If I'd have paid money and I found this out, do you remember watching Tyson when he was a younger fighter? My, my man? Oh, absolutely. He would yes. get underneath there. Yes. Big Mike would – you'd come in, and so, like, if you came in on me, he'd come down, you'd miss, he'd turn – and your day was really bad. Yeah, you those wear the short black shorts, the short socks, or the short punches to the yeah, face, short boots, yep, short yep. shorts. And he'd go in there, yep. and it looked like he was wearing uh, something at the beach, and he would beat the yep. f out of you in thirty seconds. Yep. Yes, I remember. So that. There he comes. He gets out there against Roy Jones Jr. in about fifteen seconds in the fight. Roy Jones Jr. was showing skills. He's a Roy Jones Jr. is a man, and he's not that much. They're about they're, they're comparable size wise now, and. But about 15 seconds in the fight, Tyson goes underneath, slips a punch, turns, and I and I literally went, "That's it," because all he has to do, I'll fight Mike Tyson, but if I miss one and he gets me like that, 
That's it. Yeah. There's guys who know how to knock people out and are really powerful, but they didn't tell anybody. It was set up where they the only way they let this happen with all this bull crap going on is that they wouldn't knock each other out. Oh, no. Tyson had about four times. I'm like, what are you doing? He'd come underneath and he'd go to the body and you'd see Jones back up like nothing was wrong because a lot of longtime boxers can take those body punches. And after the fight, Jones Jr. is like, he hurt me bad, but I ain't going to say I was going to lose. I should win that fight because they fought to a draw. No, like, oh, yeah. no, no, so, no, no. Yes, no. yes. They fought to a draw. And if they would have really been in there in a real fight, I'm sorry, but Tyson would have clubbed him down and beat him up. And it was just a big you know what, horse you know what and the, pony show for weed. You know what the worst so, part about that is? Is that that's what yeah. that's why the MMA got big was because they yeah. had draws and crap like that where they didn't have a real winner and people thought that boxing wasn't real anymore. I mean that that's what ruined the sport. So they're just out there ruining the sport. Even well, more. this was just an exhibition to have some and, weed. And then when afterwards Tyson got on his podcast, and I think it's called weed.com. His podcast. He got on his podcast. His podcast. Yeah. Tyson has a very popular podcast. Po- podcast. And he's P-O-T, not POD podcast. Oh, it's Mike Tyson's podcast. podcast. Come on, hey, man. I got me a podcast. He's my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kick my ass. Uh, I'll find you. I'll uh, kick your ass. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll yeah, punch you in the yeah. face. How'd Sarah get to Europe? Sarah flew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when, when the two times I met Mike Tyson, one time I met him. other time I was just standing there with a gun and a badge, right? So the time I actually met him, um, he doesn't have a neck. He is short. Um but I got to give him one point of credit. Before this fight, training for it, he was 330 pounds. He showed up at the fight at 226 pounds. Wow. Awesome. I trained his, good. Trained yeah. his face yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. He looked pretty good, but he just, I'll tell you right now, because I boxed a little, Danny, there's a place where you know where you can hit people. And you. I watched every one of Tyson's fights. I watched his amateur fights. I watched everything. And I, what he always did, if you remember, guys, he'd do that little duck under. You'd miss with the punch, and he'd duck under. And then you either went to sleep or you were you were hurt, and you had to grab him. And so he'd hit him in the body, and then Jones would grab him. And I'm like, why isn't he punching him in the head? Why isn't he punching? That's night-night time. That's it. He's got him, baby. He's starting to find his spot. He's starting to get that little counterpunch move. And it was all and it was all just a facade. So, But he's older. You, know, you I do guess, know he's older than we are, right? He's older than Yeah, he's are. older than us. He's 54. So, yeah, but I've always yeah. said, I've always said from minute get-go one, if for what they made for that fight, Danny, yeah. I'll fight anybody in the world in any type of ring at any time for – Half of what that is, yeah. For and ten million you know dollars, what? oh yeah, no, oh Somebody, no. For, back, back, back give, me, give me a hundred, give me 50, 50 grand, you can beat my ass. I've had my <laughs> butt kicked for fifty bucks. Somebody, somebody, uh, you know, somebody asked care. me if I would fight Tyson back in the day. I mean, seriously, they yeah. would, and I right said, now. yeah, I'd fight him in a heartbeat yeah. for that kind of money. Now, I, I, and quite frankly, I think I could last more than ninety seconds with Tyson. Now, that doesn't mean if he hit me. That means I think I could avoid him for more than ninety seconds right. before You're he got a good shot could on grab him. Grab onto him, maybe push him around a little bit, yeah. maybe forearm shiver I'm, I'm, and I got reach. Arm. Yeah, 
Right. Reach, and then stick one, your arm out, stick a jab out there. I could teach you how to jab. That's all you could do. Jab, 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 jab. And then once he run, pops, run, run, jab, 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 yeah. jab, jab. And then once and then he pops me, I, I, I go, and, I'll collapse like a like a little bitch. But yeah. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll go down. <laughs> I'm okay I'll go down that. like a ton of damn bricks. Yeah. And then and then my house is paid off, my car's paid off, and I'd even start some snack. I wasn't oh, yeah. hurt. I wasn't hurt. He's a bitch. What's that, Mister Tyson? <laughs> you can't hit me. I'll start it right now. May Mike Tyson come on our podcast. I think you're a chicken. I don't think you'd fight me, Mike Tyson, because I'd really fight you. And I want Roy Jones Jr. I don't smoke weed. I'll drink two shots of whiskey, and I'll bust your face, you little punk. You hippie. You no good weed verbiage, hey, vermin. Hey, wait, you wait, you wait, no wait. good mole, grass-eating punk. Here, 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 I just I, called you out, Mike Tyson. No, I'm calling no, you out to a fight. I, Old guys on radio. Well, there we go. So we're, we're going we're gonna to call we're gonna call Mike Tyson out to a fight. It's going to be a tag team fight. He can pick the other player. Me and you versus him and him and somebody else. And, we'll, and here's how it goes. All right. They smoke a joint before the round starts. I mean, immediately before the round starts, we pound a beer. Okay. 30, 30, sec, 30 right. second rounds. Just because this beer 30. Yes. 30 second rounds. So you go out and you got 30 seconds. Next guy smokes a joint. Other guy downs a beer. So they got their joints, we got their beer, and we keep going with 30-second rounds until somebody either passes out or Eventually, gets their butt kicked. Right. One of the two. Right. I, I think that's a fair fight. Hey, I'll do respect, Mr. Tyson. If you don't take this offer, you're a fool, dude. You got two big old white guys who will come in there and go up against you and Roy Jones Jr. on your there fight you tour. Yeah. We'll call it the beer tour versus the weed tour. Yeah. And we'll come in there and we'll get a beer sponsor. Man, we could do this all up. I think Carbock. I'm going to send an email to him. Carbot. Yeah. Hey, there. Stick about a case of those in the corner. We'll go six rounds with you. Exhibition. Exhibition. Yeah. You, uh, I'll start doing you, you smoke I'll start, your joint. I'll slam in my beer and yeah. we'll go at it i'll start doing sit-ups right now Me too, man. that's the only thing i don't want to everything else when i take off my shirt looks okay i'll, uh, I'll get rid of the old uh the lot uh, but but i the, the dad the downside is dudes is that danny's big and he could he could hammer those guys <laughs> no, but, i'm gonna i'll shave uh, my head i'll be butter bean oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sitting over in the corner with a shaved head, my big old belly hanging out. Here I come. Me. Uh, just run into him. You'll just be ramming around the ring, busting him up, tiring him, beating him up, tiring him up. Then I'll get in there and box a little bit. Where's then my he'll go back here? in, bang him around, beat him up. Yeah, my luck, I'll get the round with Tyson every time. You'll go in there against some other dude, and you'll butter him up, bust him up. i got to go in there with old Iron Mike. Then he catches me, and the next thing you know, my ear's touching my other ear. Uh, anyway, much love to everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Old Guys World Radio. I think it's been a fun show. I'm going to kind of promise you all out there right now, I'm going to theme these shows like this. We're just going to have fun and pet peeves and smartassery. Smartassery is one of my new favorite words because I'm very good at it and I'm very skilled at it. Um, but uh, I, I thank you for tuning in. I, I, I have I just kind of <laughs> – Danny, Danny's still <laughs> watching himself run around the ring. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, you're going to Nacho Libre those dudes. Run across. Hey, boy, boy. I'll get, I'll get a, a curly-haired wig. <laughs> <laughs> Some tights. Oh, nice. Uh, little wee-wee hanging out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here he goes. Ding, 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 ding. 
Oh, I'm going to throw up, man. That's awesome. That's hilarious. I'm going to hurt. I I hope people listen to the end of the show. This is a a funny segment I think we've ever had. It's fantastic. I I officially call out Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson to a a, a beer-weed combination head-to-head challenge. Uh, I'll even raise it up to 45 seconds per round because Danny can push you around for 45 seconds. Right. And I can run from you for 45 seconds. Or <laughs> I can it. give them Irish karate, whatever they want to do. So, oh, man. Anyway, we make uh, it fun. <laughs> we, we can make it fun. Yeah, that's the, it, that's the, it. the bell saves it so you can actually go in and fight hey, him for like the last look, 12 look, seconds. So, you know. Mike, Mike, I'm telling you, you guys can have 70% of the purse. We'll give you almost <laughs> all of it. You know, because yeah, if we I'm make three, four million dollars, we'll take a couple hundred G's from overseas because <laughs> I ain't no player. No, I'm, oh, good with that. I'm sorry. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm good with it enough to pay off my bills for a while. But anyway, <sighs> uh, we wish you all the very best. And as we wrap up the show today, not just thanking you for tuning in, but thanking you for uh, being part of our world and our life. And, and uh, one last pet peeve at the end of the show is... I am not down for happy holidays in any no. damn way. No. You you I you you as your own individual people can celebrate with each other how you want. You can say all the things and all the different things you want about how you want to celebrate it. But for me in my country and where where what I'm about it is Merry Christmas. Because Christ is the reason we're celebrating. Jesus is the reason for the season. I certainly hope that each and every one of you have a blessed and safe holiday and a merry Christmas. Christmas. Do you want me to tell you the story, Danny? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was working at Best Buy, and they're at the. I'm at the front registers, and they said you can't say Merry Christmas this year. You can say Happy Holiday. You can say Happy I was there Kwanzaa, that year. Yeah. Say, yeah, yeah, and I got suspended for the entire week. Oh wow! I said it anyway. It and then did no, no, no. Wait, but did you notice? After about six days, it changed, and yeah. they reeled oh, it all in. Yeah, and they said, "Guess, guess who? I got a week paid, paid, paid <laughs> off." So I called corporate, and I went, uh, "Sorry." You know, if I can sell this, so Best Buy, great organization, love you. Bought my TVs, everything from there. Did a great job uh, paying me for uh, 15 years. But let me, the fact let me, is, let is me that say something on on, every, on that on that front, <clears throat> because because when we when we're just with old guys on radio, we never try to be offensive. We don't want to be offensive. So when we say Merry right. Christmas, I, if you're Jewish or, or if you're Muslim or anything else, it's not a defensive right. thing. If you're Jewish and you wish me a happy Hanukkah, what what you just said was you're wishing me the best of your season. And I take that as as a compliment. And and if you say if you're a Muslim and you wish me a happy Ramadan, then that means you're wishing me the best of your best holiday. And again, I take that as as a compliment and I appreciate it. I may not celebrate your holidays, but I certainly understand not the yours, importance to you. But I will exactly. I will celebrate that that gesture, yes, I will absolutely. celebrate that gesture with you in a second percent. because yes. you have your right to your beliefs yes. and I have my right to your beliefs. Don't suppress mine, however, right. and make it where I can't be Christian or Christmas or what I want to do. So, so uh, when I all wish, of when you, I wish people uh, a happy a Merry Christmas, it is not yeah. that I am saying mine's better than yours. 
It is just saying well, of of my most sacred holiday. What, I wish right. you a pleasant time in this of my most sacred holiday. Just like I accept it when you say it to me, and that's where we need to be with not being offensive. When we tell people we're not an offensive no. show, we're going to say what we mean, not, which is Merry Christmas. If you don't Christmas. like that, I say yeah. Merry Christmas on this show. Yeah, um, you can turn in tune in to Muslim dot com sure. or whatever else you want to tune in. I'm not. I'm not here to offend you. No, I will be poli- as polite as I can, but. This this is Merry Christmas. This is America, and we're based. Uh, America was founded Judeo on a Christian belief. So yeah. this this Judeo Christian, I have celebrated a Jewish faith and Catholic faith, and several. I haven't ever been Muslim or Hindu or any of those things, but um, I understand that the majority of what we're all driving to in all of these religions, in my opinion, is to be saved by a higher power or to be connected by a Christ-like person, whether you're a Buddha, whether whatever you are. So when I say Merry Christmas to you, I agree with that. But I also say that if you try to uh, keep me from saying my version of it, then you can, as I said earlier in the show, you can eat it. <laughs> you, you, you can eat it, but but if I say Merry yeah. Christmas and you turn around and say Happy Solstice, rock, rock on, yeah. dude. Thank you hey, because because congratulations, it, it, yeah, man. It, yeah. It, it's Just whatever because you, want. you pray over a fire and do your thing. That's your <laughs> thing, but you can't say over. If I say Hey Merry Christmas and you go, There's no such thing as Christmas. You're a jerk. Oh yeah, no, why no. you say Christmas? It's it's no <laughs> no no. Down. It's not Christmas. It's this. That's that's my point. Yeah, um, no, I've absolutely. come across all, but usually. And and here's where I come up uh, my point uh, before I reel it all back in. I'm hesitant at times to say Merry Christmas because I don't know if I'll offend people. And it shouldn't be that way. No. It should be when you say Merry Christmas, people should either go, hey, happy holidays. If that's not what they believe, but it's not like that. You have to hold your hold your tongue in a lot of your communications, and that's wrong. And I think that that's part of the – uh, negative refining of America that we can't just go, hey, Merry Christmas. Or as an you example, you want to know what they, they edited the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Yeah, it, you weren't allowed to play it for a long. <laughs> for for Now it's back out this year. Yeah. There's a couple of other songs that won a Grammy last year. One of them's called WAP. That's disgusting. And you can play that and sing it walking around schools and streets, but you can't sing Baby, It's Cold Outside <laughs> by Dean Martin because he says he wants you to have some more to drink. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm gonna so, reel it all in. Well, I, I just I just want to say because when you know I've done some work <clears throat> and I have some friends who are of many different religions, but you know I, I have one who's who's Muslim, and it's really funny because he will wish me a happy Ramadan, and I think that is absolutely fantastic because he knows I'm a Christian. I mean, I think it's fantastic that he would wish me that because he's only wishing good on me. He's not trying to tell me my religion is wrong or his is better, and when I wish him a Merry Christmas, he understands it, and that's where we really need to be is that just because I like Christmas and you like Ramadan does not mean that we should be at odds right. with one another. So anyway, that's, I did, a, that, I did, that's fantastic. I wanted I wanted to say something because I know you like to to end it off. One, I want to tell everybody we may have it, today is uh, that we're recording this, and I'm going to try to post it tonight, maybe tomorrow. But today's the 16th of of December, so Christmas is coming up, and because. Chuck has a new baby. I've got my daughter at the house. We've got things going on. We may or may not get another showing before Christmas. If we don't, God bless you all and have a Merry Christmas. Um, 
if we don't get one in, I promise you, and Chuck is going to promise you, and if not, I'm going to run him over my car because I can't kick his ass. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have at least one more show by the end of the year. Um, yes. And, and when we do, the intro sh- song is going to be different. I think it's pretty point. I, I've kind of edited it down. I think it's going to work real well for 2020. I think it's a great way to end the year. Uh, but sometimes, like the last time I changed the intro, we lost like a bunch of uh, listeners and they had to come back because I think they thought it was a different, uh, somebody else's different show, show or something. Yeah, because you get right. used to it. Um, but I am going to change it for that. And I may find something for next year because I did change the intro for uh, 2020, and I'm going to look for a new intro for 2021. But the last show of this year is going to be a little bit different. So if you're still listening, just be prepared for it. Um, I think you'll enjoy and, uh, it. I, it'll be I, good. I, I'd like God it. bless you I'd all. Like so. y'all to, like y'all to uh, take a look. I'm going to email Danny. Um, I'm going to do. Uh, a lot of you know. Some of you know that I'm a musician type of person, and um, I grew up doing all that stuff. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna post to our website. Have Danny post to a, our website a Christmas song I'm gonna sing right, um, cool. that I used to I used to sing with my mom, and uh, she's gone. And so I'm gonna kind of in remembrance to her uh, post a song. It's real simple. It's it's a normal normal Christmas song. So um, for all of you out there, um, if I don't get to talk to you before Christmas, um, I want to tell you that the reason for the season is that is is jesus and and i want to tell you it's about family so please please um be if you can't be close to someone and you want to talk just give us a call send us a message a text we'll be happy to call you and chat you up if you want us to send i've got three extra fruit cakes <laughs> you know uh, I, I i just I, I wish you all the very best I, I wish a peaceful and safe and Merry Christmas to you because that's what this is about. That's what this time of the year is about is love and merriness and happiness. And I start off being pet peeves, but the bottom line is, is that I'm very blessed and grateful. Just don't get on my bad side. <laughs> so, so God bless you all. Danny, God bless you. Love you, man. Love you too, bud. Uh, have a good Merry one. Christmas, everybody. I will talk Merry to you. Christmas, I know everybody. I'll talk to you before Christmas, but everybody else, if yeah. we don't make it, Merry Christmas to you all. If not, you'll hear this again in another few days. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. All right. Hey, take care. I'll talk to you later, buddy.